Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning. It is Friday, September 1st. First day in September. Uh, and it's the third day of Trend Spider's Labor Day sale. So today it's 63% off. Huge response, first two days. Again, it's only seven bucks, seven something. Uh, if you sign up today, it's $366 for the year. If you tell me that you can't save $366 through your trading, uh, whether it be uh, trading on the upside to save you from the downfall or trading on the downside, creating uh, a, a windfall of profits. If you're not trading enough, $366 does seem like a lot. If you're not trading enough, if your portfolio isn't large enough, do not get this. Go and get Weeble. D-Man told me Weeble has the four hour. You can absolutely 100% recreate the charts. You can't recreate the bells and whistles that Transpider has, but you can recreate the charts in Weeble. So if you want to sign up for Weeble, go to linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R.ee slash daily stock pick. This third link right down here, you get 12 free stocks. Put 100 bucks in there. Put $1,000 in there. Put $3 in there. Get some free stocks and get their desktop software. That's the key to Weeble. Uh, but again, if you want the best of the best, I think it's TrendSpider. You guys know TrendSpider is central to my system. Uh, when you sign up through me, you get my four-hour algorithm. You get the 65-minute algorithm. You get all the watch lists that I use to scan. Um, you get all of the uh, the scanners that I, 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 I do every day. So next week, I'm going to be in Dallas. I will be in Dallas from Wednesday until Sunday. Um, and I will not be coming back on Monday, so I'll be taking an extended time off. Uh, so get TrendSpider because then you can do the, my show in your own living room at your own pace. <laughs> um, you won't get the, the entertainment like me describing um, a, a gentleman that goes into the, the Buckle store. Uh, I had an experience at, at Buckle. Um, I, I wasn't cologned enough. I, I didn't have my shirt opened up. Uh, I was not properly self-tanned. Uh, and so Buckle was, uh, the Buckle uh, attendant was not very kind to me. Uh, I walked in there and said, yeah, where are your uh, 75% off shirts? <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, at TrendSpider, I'm telling you, um, it's a free seven-day trial. You got Labor Day off. Sit in for the weekend. Do some charts. Understand, to, you know, TrendSpider. You can go to my YouTube channel. You can go to TrendSpider's YouTube channel. If you go to my YouTube channel, the one that I would tell you, it's on the front page. The reason I put this on the front page is because I have so many people signing up that I wanted people to look at it. But when you go here, rather than when I'm live, you'll see a TrendSpider video with myself and David from TrendSpider. I include that in the welcome letter. Uh, you can 100% see it on, on my channel. It, it's, it's a really good overview of TrendSpider. But I would, I would urge you, if you're even thinking about it, it's Friday. 
Get it for 63% off. Try it for the weekend. You won't get live charting, but you'll at least be able to scan for, for Tuesday. Um, I'll be back on on Tuesday. Um, and, and you know, do, do, remember the process. The process is, uh, one, you sign up using my link. It's down below on any of the platforms that I'm broadcasting on. And then two, you email me at dailystockpick3 at gmail.com. If you need that email address, it's on the link tree. It's up here in the upper right. Uh, but to that, that step two, step three, I email you back. But just remember to use my link because there were a couple of people who aren't on my program. I can always do it in the back end as long as you email me. But there's no automated system for me to send you and for me to put you under my program under TrendSpider. So just make sure that you email me. So let's get into the markets. Unemployment rate came out at 833.8% huge. The job market is slowing. Um, that is a big jump in the uh, in the jobs. Hourly average wage was up 0.24% uh, in, in August. Um, bond yields fell. Stocks are up. You have to understand, bond yields right now, the 10-year is at 4.09. To 4.1, say it's 4.1. But you want to look at that bond yield. The 10-year bond yield is key. Katie Stockton, who's a technician, was on CNBC this morning saying that the high from last October um, will not get broken anytime soon. She doesn't think it's soon. That was 4.34. 4.34 is a high mark that if we break it, there's no resistance until 5.25. Uh, again, it's currently at 4.1. So, it, you know, you've seen when bond rates go up how fast this market can change. Um, so, if it does hit that 4.3, be extra careful. Um, there are some, some technical reasons here to be cautious. That's essentially what she's saying. She does, says, don't chase the grade eight. Um, we'll see a, a, a decent pullback on some of those. Uh, Apple at 189. Uh, I, I don't think that you chase this one if it's a long term and you thought you wanted to get it at 175. That's 15 bucks. If you're buying like five shares, what's that? 50 bucks? Who cares? Just buy it. The best time to buy a stock that is in an upward trend is today. It's going to cover this gap to 191. Uh, you know, you might use that that as a resistance level. Then you get back to the 200s where it was at. And, and you've got a September 15th, I think, 13th is the uh, the Apple event where they're announcing the new phones. You always kind of dip down because there's never – they don't hide anything these days. Um, so to be careful with that one. Amazon, it's under 140. I think these guys are going to play the AI hype. Uh, they have Thursday night football again. Uh, they're making t- – understand that Amazon is an enormous advertiser. Uh, they could take on Google uh, with advertising, with search revenue and things. So Amazon is enormous with this stuff. Um, it, it's, a, it's a great, great stock. Google is almost up at 140. I think you'll have another chance to buying it under 130. We got the buy-in here at 133. You've broken out on this ascending wedge. This is all 100% AI-driven. 100% AI-driven. Meta. They have their large language model, uh, uh, Llama. Uh, you can guarantee that these guys are just printing cash. The problem is they may be spending on the metaverse, and they may just be spending too much on the metaverse. 
That's the issue with Meta. It's not a, 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 a revenue problem. It is a cost problem. The second they stop doing that and they announce some type of $20 billion buyback of their stock, it's a $400 stock again. Netflix, we've talked about, this is the only one that's actually making money of the streamers. These guys have pricing power. We'll come into that when we talk about Dollar Tree and uh, Dollar General later. But this is one that has pricing power. They are cracking down on passwords. Uh, I have had five friends in recent times who are sharing their password, who are, by the way, getting their Netflix for free through T-Mobile. It seems it's very targeted towards these these people who may not be paying or getting it as far as free services and sharing it with their friends. So they're targeting people and they're basically increasing their revenue. And that wasn't recognized in this earnings report. They said the reason for the drop was because we didn't recognize the revenue. I bought it back here at about 440. Um, it's at 433 right now. I'm gonna just gonna add more. Honestly, I'm just going to, you've seen the 200 day is going to provide you some support at 400. The difference between 400 and 430, I may be buying five shares. Who cares? $200, big deal. I'll make that when it covers this gap up to 470. And there's other gaps on this one way, way back. Um, If we go a long term on this, you're not even close to the, the highs on this one. You're just hovering around the 200 day. So your highs are in 700s. I don't expect it to get there, but it could. Microsoft is another part of the the grade eight. Um, This is one I've said, hey, it's at the 200 day at 327, under 330. I think you can buy it. NVIDIA, I wouldn't chase it, but I tell you what, if I didn't have a position already in this, if I didn't have five figures into this, this stock, I'd probably chase it again. I sold at 505 and 510. Most more light, more than likely, I'm gonna have to buy at a higher price. <laughs> uh, but I, I think maybe you could get it at, at at probably 460. But if you don't have a position in this, just freaking buy it. Uh, and, and then we talk about Tesla. Um, Tesla is part of the grade eight as well. And Tesla, uh, I've got a car segment here that I'm going to go into below because somebody asked about Neo. But Tesla reduced their price of the Model Three. This is a clear confirmation that you've got to run. I mean, from 240 to 258 right there, there is a gap up here at 281 to 288. Um, There's talks of this one, no resistance up until 325. So, you know, again, my, my point is don't wait on a lot of this stuff. Just do not wait because if you're waiting to start positions, you may be waiting too long. But again, September, it's kind of toss up. Uh, we'll go into that in a little bit too. Let's look at our weekly trades because we had a um, inside candle last week on SPY. So we talked about it. Uh, Udow, uh, back here on the 28th, cross up at 59.69. That was Monday. Uh, you're at $60.56. Not bad. You got up yesterday. The Dow was kind of the laggard, but you got up to 62.40 yesterday. Um, today you're, you're up, uh, 1.65%. You're at 61.56. So get out of it. You know, don't, don't be greedy on triple levered ETFs. Talk to anybody who's had, uh, one of these triple levered ETFs and they've held it over the weekend and then Ukraine gets invaded. <laughs> um, yeah, that I was that guy. Um, yeah. It, and it went down and you could hold on to these if you want to. They're just decaying assets though. You don't want to, you want to, you want to use these as trading tools. SPXL, which is triple levered on the, 
S&P 500. We got in uh, August 23rd at 8088. Uh, you went on Monday, you went down to, let's see, the low was 86. You're at 91. Fantastic, fantastic trade. So but make sure that you get out of these. And, and our favorite, which is the NASDAQ, which has been overproducing uh, on results this year. It's been out-indexing everything this year. Uh, I said, hey, we might be able to fill this gap up to 45. That's a little bit extended probably today. Today, though, you're up 1.79 at 43. You got in, let's see, on August 28th at nine, uh, the 9.30 candle. The low, it was below 40. It was at 38. 38 to 42. Let's just do a little bit math. Uh, what is 3 divided by 38? Well, no. What is four divided by thirty-eight? Four dollars. Four dollar gain. Ten percent. Ten percent. Don't be greedy. I mean, you got your ten percent. You know, if you got a full-time job, you can't do this kind of stuff. Uh, personally, and I posted this yesterday on everything. DraftKings hit thirty in pre-market. It's at thirty dollars and seventeen cents. That's a big jump if it opens up over thirty. Uh, if it opened up under 20, under 30, I was going to sell it right away for a little bit of a gain, buy it back when it got back confirmation. You're kind of seeing a little turnover, but you've entered this gap and and the gap goes up to 31.82. I do not hold a lot of this stock. I will tell you how much I actually own of this stock live and in real time. Um, DraftKings, remember, football season's coming up. College and pro. That is the, uh, the, 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 the sporting event that just pushes, pushes sports betting. So I, I don't want to get necessarily get out of this. I'd like to add to it. I own 200 shares, um, which is just 6,000 bucks. Um, I'm up three, 4% right now. Um, but that's, you know, and again, Fidelity says it's very bearish. My purchase price cost basis was 2856. So I didn't even get in at this 2736. I got in at the 28, but this is a great one. This is a great one. And, and it was no brainer because the pen deal with ESPN, that's when this was announced. That's when you started to see this. That's when this gap happened. When the pen deal with ESPN was announced, that's a, a, a nothing burger, absolute nothing burger. Uh, let's talk about NVIDIA because we've had some crazy insider selling on NVIDIA. And you're close to 500. When I went over a little bit, I, I might have to buy again over 500. I'm going to add to this position. I already own five five figures on this. I'm going to continue to add to it. Uh, it is. I, I want six figures in this name. I really, really do. That's how uh, strong they are. The valuation on this isn't nuts, but... Take a look at the August selling. EVP sold uh, 500,000, uh, I'm sorry, $2.3 million worth. Uh, a director, Mark Stevens, sold $25 million worth. He's the second largest NVIDIA shareholder and board member since 2008. That's not a lot of money for this dude. If he's the second largest shareholder and he only sold, uh, what, 50,000 uh, shares? That's not a ton. Look at how many shares they have out there. Uh, shares outstanding, $2.47 billion. Shares floated, $2.37 billion. So, uh, you know, NVIDIA holds, what, $10 billion? 0.10 billion? 10 million shares? So, th th that's nothing. 
that's nothing. The CFO sold $2.3 million worth. So, uh, even and let's look at Nvidia over here because what we wanted to do, um, Trendspider made mention of this on their Twitter. Uh, over the last twenty years, um, the stock has has a sixty eight percent win rate. Let's pull back twenty years. Let's see, we'll pull back to nineteen ninety nine. That's twenty five years. September fifty eight percent. Average return two point three two percent. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's not a great month, not a horrible month. I mean, come on, you know. Again, don't expect this one to pull back. You're going to have to uh, look at uh at at what your position is. You, you should be in it. This investor place, magnificent seven, magnificent magnificent seven stocks for September. Two to buy and one to skip. Great article. I will put it in the newsletter. If you're not subscribed. Go over to the Daily Stock. It's basically dailystockpick.substack.com. That's the newsletter. It's free. I will put this article, The Magnificent, Magnificent Seven. I'm blaming this on my wisdom teeth. That's what I'm blaming it on. Uh, but two to buy, one to sell. Great article. I, I, I read it. I like it. Uh, go, and, go and look at it. Uh, earnings. I'm going to go over this rather quickly and not in depth. I will include some other stuff in the newsletter if you want. Lulu. Solid beat, solid quarter, was down 2% when they announced, probably selling. It's up 3% in the pre-market. So you can see $4.40, $2.28, $2.68. So that $4.40, you can see that gap up there from $3.21 up to $3.57. Hasn't been back down there other than into this earnings. Into this earnings, that was May, uh, just Lulu got killed um, and then they basically shot back up. So this gap has not been totally filled. I wouldn't expect it. I would wait for this one to come under the 200-day. Anything under 370 in my mind would be a buy. Uh, lower value tech, which is Dell. Dell killed it. Absolutely killed it on earnings. You can see pre-quarter, last quarter was $1.31. This was $1.47. It's up 10%. It's up 12% right now. It was up 10% immediately afterward. They basically, I mean, you know the dude who kind of name drops, um, you know, hey, I hung out with this dude and this dude, you know, uh, yeah, we're good friends and just name drops all over the place. That was Dell yesterday with NVIDIA uh, on the earnings call. They basically name dropped. Um, They just threw shade. Now, here's the thing. The forward PE on this is nine. You want to talk about a cheap uh, tech company? Forward PE is nine. Price to sales is 0.43. Now, it's PCs mainly. Uh, They did highlight their partnership with NVIDIA. Um, Dell, you got a double top right here at what, 57? 52-week high is 58.72. You're trading at 63. So it is extended. From a long-term standpoint, let's take a look at a weekly chart. Uh, weekly chart here, you're kind of coming up 67. It's all-time highs. On Dell, I mean, how many of us have had a shitty Dell computer? That's all I, all I remember, the shitty Dell computers they used to give me at work. Nutanix, which is a tech company, which shocked me. I thought it was a protein shake, but Nutanix. Um, big move, strong earnings, up 17%. Uh, 
I don't even know what they do. But you can see, they went from making $0.04 cents to $0.24. Cents. This is part AI. When I was listening to it, I was listening to it with half an ear. Now, the one that was hugely anticipated was uh, Broadcom. Because Broadcom has had crazy good quarters. $10.32 a share. $10.54 a share. The, it's not a crazy valuation. If we go over to Finviz and we look, the, the valuation, it's 28 forward PE of 20. That is not crazy in the semiconductor industry. Not crazy one bit. They announced their earnings. They beat across the board. Nothing nuts. Pulled back 3%. They reduced guidance a little. They said they see a slowdown in their consumer business. That was enough to pull them back on two, 3%. Uh, I will say it again later when I talk about Dollar Tree and Dollar General. If you want to buy a pullback, this would be the pullback to buy. I would not buy a pullback in a a low margin business that doesn't have pricing power. These guys are a high margin business with pricing power. If you're going to buy a pullback, buy this one. And yes, you are at all time highs. This is a weekly chart of this. So if you just go back to COVID, this was a $160 stock. It got down to 155, nine times, nine times. That's crazy. So AVGO, MongoDB, which is the database um, uh, uh, company, they announced earnings too. Crazy good. Crazy. This one was up about 10%. It's only up 4% now. Um, immediately up 10%. This is a decent stock. I mean, again, you see 56 cents and then they almost double it to 93 cents. Uh, the, the CEO was on this morning saying, yeah, there is a hype rally, blah, blah, blah. But hype rallies tend to last longer. Uh, YMW or is it VMW? Uh, yeah, VMware. This was announced that I think they're being purchased by somebody. They beat on earnings per share. Small rip miss on revenues uh, was down. So it, it's down about 1% here. Eh, if you want it, you can go after it. Uh, PD, which is pager duty. Uh, earnings per share beat, but slight miss on revenues. They got killed. Killed. They're down 11%. Earnings matters right now. Uh, we talked about Polestar. And I wanted to bring up Polestar because they, they missed on earnings. Uh, electric vehicle companies remain in focus as earnings season comes to an end today we're looking at swedish automaker polestar which reported weaker than expected results all the results will be in the newsletter um, despite the soft results executive reiterated that their intent to deliver at least sixty thousand evs in 2023 with a passive positive gross margin despite management's optimism the company will reach its goals and growing cash balance investors remain skeptical about its future results Polestar shares fell 13% on the day and are nearing all-time lows. Earnings matter. This is a high-cost uh, business. Electric vehicles, even though these guys are backed by VW, they don't have unlimited uh, unlimited money. And you can see it pulled back to 332 Is this one to buy? I like Polestar. I like their cars. The problem is they're just basically burning cash. And, and charging network, I mean, come on. Charging network is where it's at, and that's where uh, where, where Tesla has the, the advantage. Um, tech earnings are panic. Yeah. if you, It's been shown. See, and here's the thing. We talked about it. In, in the beginning and middle of August, you saw earnings and stocks, good earnings, st- good stocks with good earnings, the, the stock dropped. And it wasn't anything. It just was we were priced to perfection. Now you're seeing 
uh, good earnings and the stock's popping. That means there's optimism. That means going forward that we that people think that we're going to continue to go up. September might be a good month. Uh, and which what might be a good one? Uh, AMD. And take a look at this. The TrendSpider posted this. This is your 2023 low in January. This is your 2023 high. Look at that wedge that's forming. And it's forming going into September. This might be one of the, the great breakouts because AMD has not participated like um, it, it hasn't been assumed as the number two uh, chip maker, uh, you know, as far as technology goes. They are the number two. NVIDIA is by far the number one. AMD has some catch up to be made. But AMD is, is the number two. And you can see with the June run up, you ran all the way up to 128. This one is up 1% at 106. I'm going to add more. It's under the 200 day. Take a look at a long term of this one. This one might have opportunity here. You're pulling back to this 200 day at 87. I don't expect you to get below this VWAP. We're going to pull this uh, this volume lever back a little bit. I'm going to pull it back to January 2020. Um, yeah, let's go back to let's just go back to the last part of 2019. You can see COVID. COVID didn't matter too much for this one. You went from 56 down to 40. Big deal. You shot back up semiconductors and then you had 2021 or i'm sorry 2022 where you had the chip uh, glut and it just continued to fall uh your all-time highs at this one are 150 i think you get back there you know again nvidia is at all-time highs this one i think is is clearly one that is set up for a breakout here uh, i like it i like it a lot uh let's talk social requests so if we're talking long-term trades would now be a time to enter look at something some of these companies like dollar general I've seen they missed on earnings, uh, gave a dim outlook. The stock is down in pre-market only. It's 18%. Would now be a time to look at trading this company. And this was from yesterday, and I got to it late. It was down 18%. It's down another 1%. Uh, here's, I will put a, a good paragraph that I saw um, on, on Dollar General. The discount retailer reported $2.13 in earnings per share. On $9.79 billion in revenues. Both numbers trailed estimates of $2.47. That's a big mess. $2.13 versus $2.47. Same, same store sales declined 0.1. Expectations were for a 0.9% increase. Here's what you have to know about Dollar General. Dollar General, they missed on earnings, lowered their guidance, said shrinkage was a major issue. In the best of times, the margins on this business are super low. They also don't have pricing power. It's not like these guys, you know, people are going in here, uh, you know, and, and saying, um, you know, for instance, there's a sale on Tide. Uh, their sale on Tide will be matched by Walmart. They just don't have pricing power. And so when you go to Dollar General, you're basically paying the same prices that you're paying at other discount retailers. The margins are super small. Um, while rates go up, the, the unfortunately, the consumers that shop at Dollar General are the ones who are crunched the most. So while these guys will do everything in their power to provide low-cost things to that consumer, they can't lower them if their costs are going up. So as costs go up, because higher for longer, these are the guys that are going to be get squeezed. A, a, a company like LVMH, 
this is the, uh, I think it's Victoria's Secrets or something. Uh, uh, ugh, let's see. Uh, I forget what it is. Uh, it, uh, there, now nah, VS, no, I forget. I thought it was VLVMH, but luxury retailers. I mean, think about luxury retailers. That's the, why do I have LVMH? Is that it? No, that's not it. Uh, it for some reason it, it corrected my my, uh, my thing in notes. But those luxury retailers, they have thirty percent, forty percent margins. They're growing by forty percent per year. Uh, Dollar General has six percent margins, and and you've seen they're shrinking. So how much can they actually do? If you want to pull back, by the way, if you want to pull back of a good stock, Broadcom. So, um, yeah, I, I have notes, lower volumes remain a theme across the most industries. So if a company doesn't have pricing power, they're facing a double whammy and will likely continue to, th- uh, through year end. That's essentially it. I mean, understand I, well, some, you know, any reaction in the market is an overreaction. I just think that that dollar general dollar tree things with low margins, even Walmart. I mean, Walmart has, has pulled back on their earnings They've shot up. Take a look at this chart. I mean, you just shot down 158.73. I own this one. Look at all that confirmation after really good earnings. But they have super low margins. They're number one, uh, they're groceries. And that's a six to 7% margin. You know, unless you, you, you're Whole Foods, then it's like an 11% margin. So, eh. I would not go into Dollar General. I think you know there, there's a there's an AI train that's that's still at the station in in my in my estimation. Uh, we may have left, we may have made the first stop, but it's still at the station. Get on the AI train because Dollar General ain't coming back up. I, I just don't see it. Trevor asked me, "How does your algo work on MU uh, Micron?" I just noticed it's up twenty five percent year over year, with a lot of up and down along the way. Maybe good to either own or trade. So here, here's the algorithm on this one. The algorithm doesn't work really well, but I will tell you that I think 65 right now would be a great price for this. I don't know if you're going to get it. Uh, Micron, uh, you can see, I, I mean, Trevor's right. It's just been up and down. If we go to last year, I mean, let's just look at a weekly. Um, we'll go weekly and we'll take this. We'll go back to, do, 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 let's see. Uh, let's go back to this week right here. We're going to take this. We're going to take it from the middle, from the top. And we'll go here. 20%. There you go. 52 bars. 52 weeks, 52 bars. 11%. I'm sorry, 19%. 19%. $11.39. Um now, the, the the key to this is, is it in a good place? Look at that long term right now. We'll remove that. You're above the, the 200 day. Uh, you've got this descending wedge that is providing resistance. Right there, it's providing resistance. I don't think you buy it here. I think you buy it anywhere around the 200 day at about 65. You'll have your chance. Patience. You'll have your chance. If you like this one, I think you can buy it. I like the company. It's not, if we go over to Finviz and we look at it, it's not super expensive. Um, They're not making money. They're losing money, but it's a semiconductor business that probably will make money. Uh, You're trading on the future. 
The 52-week range is 48 to 74. You're only 66%, 6% below your 52-week high. You're extended. I mean, you're, you're absolutely 100% extended. Now, if we go to the insider stuff, you'll see a bunch of sales. Nothing huge. I mean, the CEO, Sanjay, he's selling some stuff at about 70. But I, it's extended. I mean, everything to me tells me that it's extended. So I, I think there's better opportunities out there. I think there's better hype out there. I think you could absolutely buy that one for the long term and not look back. Travis from Facebook, how's HE doing? Uh, I've got family in Hawaii that agreed that the lines were shut off before the big fire. Today, I read they are upgrading the grid, so it's thirty billion possibility. At, it's thirty dollars a possibility at some point. <sighs> no, and, and I'll tell you, I think this is Silicon Valley Bank rewritten. Uh, I think what this utility is going to have to do, they're going to wind up. There, there's gaps below to nine. And there's a gap above between 22 and 33. Could you get back to 30? You could. Is the risk uh, good? No. I, I mean, in my mind, I think these guys are, you know, it, it's it's the straw man here. They're, they're going to get blamed for it. There's going to be some liability. And I think at some point in time, what happens is these guys actually declare bankruptcy, go out of business, sell uh, at, at a reduced rate to another utility company. Utility company comes in, you know who's holding the bag? Shareholders. That's the way I look at this. I, I just don't see any way that it could come back from something like this. They didn't, I, it says they shut off the power, but I think they admitted that they didn't shut off the power. So I, I haven't been following it too closely. In my mind, I think there's better uh, risk uh, to gain that you can take in this market. Uh, this is this has been one where I think retail traders have said, hey, this dip isn't justified, blah, blah, blah. It's a utility. It's going to get back up. You may wait years for this uh, th- this kind of um, you know stuff to make its way through the court. So you could be floundering here between 10 and 13 for years. And then the court's decision goes against them and you're at $5. Why would you tie up your capital like that? In my mind, I, I just don't think it's worth, worth it, Travis. Um, I just, you know, I just don't. William sent me an email. He wants to know my thoughts on NEO. I have traded NEO quite a bit uh, to the point where I think it was 2018, 2019. I was trading Tesla. I was trading NEO. I was trading SPEV. Uh, I was trading all of that stuff. And um, NEO was almost going to declare bankruptcy. And it was, I think, in the dollar range. Um, or no, I'm sorry. It was hyped up. So it was way, let's look at a monthly. We're going to have to go back to a monthly to get back to where I really traded it. Um, but it was 2018, I think, uh, when I, I bought my my Model 3 that was built in a tent in Fremont. Uh, probably 2019, it looks like. But it was around $7, and they were said to be declaring bankruptcy. This period right here, March 2019, that's a 48% move in a candle. The low was $4.90. The high was $10.63. So you've got quite a move in this that, that goes down. And then it comes back up. My buddy bought at $5. I think it was right around here. And I said, you're crazy. Well, it got up to almost four fifty-three. dollars Looks like the, the high is $64. Um, do I think it's going back there? No. They declared bankruptcy, I think, around this time or something. They were going to. And then the Chinese government put money into it. So that's how long I've been trading this one. 
Um, Neo delivered 19,329 vehicles in August 2023. That's 81% up year over year. Still only 19,000. Lee Auto delivered 34,000 vehicles. That's up 663% year over year. Uh, XPEV delivered 13,000 vehicles in August. That's up 43%. So Neo is uh, not growing as fast as Lee. Uh, which delivered 34,000 vehicles. Tesla cut their prices and, and, and introduced a new Model 3. So I, I don't think Neo's a bad play on this one. If we were to look at the four-hour algorithm, um, 59, you, you basically lose 59% uh, investing in, in, in the algorithm. It's got, what, 33 positions. Um, you lose, uh, your average win is 10%. Uh, your average loss is 8%, but you win only 33% of the time. So the algorithm hasn't been great on this one. Uh, but you are in a descending wedge with a support level back at about $10.41. You're trading at $10.66. I, my mind, I, see, remember how I kind of, how I look at investments. I look at it things like this. If it's a good company with good earnings, with good management and good products, I don't mind if I lose money in the short term. It's like Sedge. I think Sedge is a great company. I think they're undervalued, but the entire sector is being brought down. And so I, I held Sedge. I'm down 40% on Sedge. I can dollar cost average that. A company like Neo, which is a Chinese company, which is highly manipulated, uh, which is highly government supported, uh, a company like that, in my mind, I think you can ride the wave if you're up for it, but I think it's a trade and not an own. And so, you know, you look at the two different stocks like that. And and Tesla, I think you could absolutely own it for five years and probably be up, even if you're down in the short term. With Neo, I'm not sure that's the case. So th- there's my difference between the two. I'm not downing Neo. I, I you know, look at this one. I mean, you went from this is uh, August, uh, where you were at 15. And now you're down at 10. Who's to say that you can't get back up to 15? I mean, that 200 days providing you support right there. It's clearly providing some type of support at about nine. Um, you know, you, the the down part of the wedge, if you break that down part of the wedge and hold it, I'd be a little bit more concerned. But the 50 days moving down, your 21 days moving down, your nine days moving down, and your, your uh, long-term 200 days just moving kind of uh, sideways. So I'd be a little bit careful now if you were on youtube live you saw i just couldn't find anything that crossed up on the algorithm uh, i there was nothing in any of the, the predetermined watch lists so if you just imported stuff stuff's not broken it's just we're in an uptrend so sandile this is a, a pot company this one soared i mean this was an eight percent gain in in the afternoon um you know previously sundial entry at 182 it's at 181.5 uh, and then another one, and the only reason I'm including these is not that I love these names, but they're hugely uh, swing, volatile, and, and they seem to have cross-ups. Archer Aviation, this is a secondary cross-up here at about 694. Your initial was at 647. I don't think it's coming back down here to hit that, that gap. I could be wrong. They're not making money. This is a crazy one. ACHR. Um yeah, they're not making money. They're losing $483 million. So be careful with these. Again, the only reason I include them is because I couldn't find anything. Uh, 
Uh, if you've got any questions, hit me up. Um, remember, Trend Spider, if you're going to get it, you're going into a three-day weekend. 63% off. Um, I don't know if you can hear my dog crying, but boy, she's annoying. All she wants is to go under the damn blanket. Daisy, come here. Come here. Hey. Uh, Trend Spider, you're 63% off. So you've got uh, $366 for the year. It's the best deal. You're going to go down to 60%. Uh, take the weekend. Learn Transpider. I, I think it's a great, great offer. Again, if you can't justify saving $366 by selling out at a top, for instance, you know, let's go to Apple. Apple, if you're going to listen to it and you're going to sell based on the algorithm, Apple, you make 46% uh, with the algorithm. Uh, versus buying and holding, you make 23%. If you're going to sell out here for a 20% gain and listen to it and you've got enough shares and it goes down and you buy it at 177 and buy it at 175, then you're going to make you know, save 366 bucks. On the bottom side, say for instance, you want to buy Devin on the bottom side and just make money below 50. You know, you can make, buy it here, Devon, you lose 25% versus making 73%. So when do you buy in Devon? Well, you buy under 50. And the algorithm's going to be able to identify when you buy under 50. So if you can't justify that because your, uh, your account is too small or uh, you don't trade enough, one or the other, don't get it. But $366 to me for a year is not crazy. Free seven-day trial as well. So that's one. If you don't buy that one, I would urge you, or if you're not used to charting, I would urge you, deposit some money into Webill. Use this third link down here. Deposit money into Webill. Use their, uh, their, their desktop platform. It is the, by far the best. It's way better than Active Trader Pro in my mind. In fact, I may download it and start using it here on the air here on the podcast because I'm sick of Active Trader Pro. It's just I trade and, you know, Fidelity's got all my money. I'm not bashing Fidelity. Fidelity provides great services, um, fantastic services. But Webull, better app, better software. Better people, Fidelity. So, uh, support. Uh, those are the two things. The third one, subscribe to my newsletter, dailystockpick.substack.com. It's free. Costs you nothing. I don't put ads in there. I don't put a ton. Yeah, I, I promote TrendSpider, and I'm probably going to be promoting Seeking Alpha at some point in time because I think that's a good mix between people who just basically listen to me and then trade or people who listen to me and buy and hold. Because Seeking Alpha, I think it's like 250 bucks for the year, uh, but they've got some pretty neat AI stuff that they've integrated into their software. So I, I've been talking back and forth with them. I haven't tried it yet because I haven't signed the contract, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, so I don't want to pay for it until I sign the contract. But uh, yeah, I might be doing that as well. So if you have any questions, you can hit me. There, Here's the link tree. The email's right here. Private Facebook group right here. Twitter right here. Instagram. Uh, YouTube. Hit me up on anything. Substack. You know, the, uh, oh, if you made money. Again, if you sell... Tip me when you make money. So say you got into Shopify with me. Say you got into DraftKings with me. Well, when you sell, just hit me with a gift. Gift me with Venmo, PayPal, Cash App. It's all down here. I do this shit for free. So, you know, I don't make a living at this. This is, trust me, you have to be a millionaire and, and have to sit behind the scenes and, and have enough money to live. This isn't a living. <laughs> so I appreciate anything that you guys can give me because, uh, you know, Daisy's got some vet bills to pay. 
Okay. Uh, I will talk to you guys on Tuesday. Markets are closed Monday. Remember, triple levered ETFs. Don't be greedy. Pigs get slaughtered. <laughs> don't be greedy. Take take the profits on triple levered ETFs. Take them. If you, for some reason, decided to go short, take the losses. Don't fight the trend. The trend is way up right now. Way up right now. So be careful. Okay, take care. See you. Have a great day.